0: Welcome to another episode of Production Pod. I'm your host, Marco Bird. And Production Pod, we interview experts, people who are producing and doing things in this world. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how I built my first recording studio and if it was successful or if it wasn't. So I built my first one in Brooklyn. Now, I'll never forget when I built it, I paid someone to put in the floors. And it just didn't work. The floors were buckling. It just wasn't working. And then, you know, I had to take the flooring back, get a new new set of flooring and do it myself. And that's kind of like my entry point of really building things. I said, yo, I can do this. Okay, well, let's see. And when that happened after that, my first initial putting in flooring and doing it myself ended up building seven recording studios in New York City. So when I did this, I, I put in a camera system. I routed all my gear, all my outboard gear, my computer and everything set up nice. And it was a nice spot. And I, I, I did some dope recordings. But in terms of it being successful, I think that we have this opportunity Of believing that, you know, or in your in our minds, especially when we get into business, that we created something right. We did this. We did this big thing. I I, I made a studio. Was it successful? Successful in that. um, In that instance, yes. Like from that standpoint, it was successful. I I built what I always wanted and I did it in New York City and most people never get to do that. New York is a very hard place and, but I knew nothing about business. So financially it was not successful. Right. And I'll talk more about it. So me and my wife, who was my girl, no, who's my fiance, who was my fiance at the time? No, we were married tripping. So literally my, my wife and I, No, we were, that was my girl, my fiance. I'm tripping. So we were um, engaged and I'll never forget. I knew, I said, man, like this is the only person too that I'm going to stay with. I ain't going to be with nobody else. We were in Queens and Kirk Franklin was performing in Queens one night at a church. It was freezing outside. It was so cold and Abby went out there with me and we passed out flyers mixed by Mark Studios mixed by Mark Studios and we just passing out flyers for people to come on out you know and support me and I can't tell you how cold it was I couldn't even feel my fingers we were just passing out all these you know you know come to my studio because I really wanted to create a like a gospel like not just gospel but i wanted to create a positive studio i didn't want nobody just smoking weed all in my studio getting high and getting drunk and then to me i'm then supporting that art like i'm making it crystal clear for them to tell you and speak negative like thoughts So for me, I I just didn't want that. I wanted to record R&B and, you know, positive music, refreshing music, you know, baby making music. Basically, like, you know, I I thought that was cool. But not only that, like the rap, of course, but just something positive. I did not need you killing everybody on every song. So I was trying to do this and it just was not working. And I'm pouring money out, pouring money out. And I'm like, oh, man, the studio is just not doing it. So then... I was partnering with someone and that didn't work. It was all the way in Long Island. That car was far. I'm taking the Long Island Railroad to get there. Just was not working. So that I let that go too. I'm like, crap, this business, man, this music business is hard. So then I got a, an opportunity to uh, build a studio in Astoria, Queens. And the rent was higher, but it was perfect. It wasn't far from the train. People could get there. It would be easier to promote. And I could just be mixing out of this space. You know, I could just treat it like my office. And I had other people also rent from me. So it wasn't, it wasn't as bad. But again, out of the 12 months out of year leases, I think I did like a year and a half there or something like that, or a year flat, probably like two, three months from the studio specifically that I made money from the studio. Or I broke even. The other nine months, it was a loss. Every time I was updating equipment, I was fixing something. Oh, man, I got to put this in the wall. I got to do this. I gotta do, It was always something. It was never, I was never in a space where it was just like, oh, man, I made, you know, a couple thousand this month from it. No, studios... Studios, they don't make money like they used to. Um, and, and I think it's exceptional when people, they build a recording studio in their home because it's that, that money's going to your mortgage and it's fine that you have space dedicated for that and you can rent it out and make money off of it. But when you're renting a facility, I just didn't understand that, you know, I didn't understand cold calling. I didn't understand you know, advertising. I didn't understand marketing. I didn't understand my product itself and who I was also marketing it to and what's the age range, what's the demographics. So getting into production and then getting into business, I think they work hand in hand unless you just want to be employed. You know, you want to be a gaffer. You want to be someone who is just you know, always getting compensated from one person, then that's fine. But when you're when you're looking when you're in production, majority of the time people are looking for the next gig, the next spot, the next opening to provide their services. This is a service based business. I want people to know that. And business and marketing and business and production and you creating a cool video and I'm gonna post it is completely different. Like you like. You know, you got to differentiate the two and know that that you you can then use your skills because you work in media and production to provide content to market your business, to be able to really push your advertisement for your business. And I think that's something that I really failed at. I didn't know. I I didn't even know what marketing market sizing was. I didn't know any of those things. And. I think that what I set out to do was very successful. It was very successful. And it was the most money I had ever made in my life. So I I think that financially on the back end, and then also, I think, for me, being able to create something that was a thought. I was in high school in 2009, and I wanted to really be able to create a recording studio In one of the most hardest, you know, scariest, uh, most expensive places in the whole world. And that was New York City. And I did it from Virginia, like from Virginia. I I left. I sold my car a week after high school graduation and I did it and you can do it, too. So but there's other books and things like that that, you know, we can talk about for you to really um, just just. Combine the two, your production with you being able to understand your market and what you're providing and knowing that this business is a service based business. So if you're a photographer, if you're a videographer, if you are an editor, you're always working unless you have a company that's still a service based companies that's providing this these services to other people. And you have workers and employees, so just know what market, know what industry you're also going into when you think about production, and just keep going. I think uh, I think there's there's so many so many areas of production that you can really uh, help a lot of people, a lot of businesses at that that don't know anything about social media. They're still operating through only emails or. Only through a certain certain lens, but if you you can then add so much value because of your knowledge of the way technology has progressed for, for all of the, through all these years. So definitely, again, uh, continue to check out uh, what we're doing. Like, subscribe, follow me at Mixed by Mark. Follow me, check me out, see all the things that I've been doing, and I look forward to checking. You know connected with you all you know definitely drop me a link drop me a comment all of those great things all that jazz peace